This is the Moving Idaho Forward podcast brought to you by Merchants Moving and Storage, an agent of Atlas Van Lines. I'm your host, Ben Ellsworth. Whether you're moving to Idaho, from Idaho, within Idaho, or anywhere in the U.S., Merchants Moving and Storage provides all the services you need to make your move as stress-free as possible. Check us out at www.merchantsmoving.com. In today's episode, we chat with Sarah Leibengood with the Good Life Group at Keller Williams Realty in Boise. The Good Life Group is a full-service real estate team dedicated to serving their clients through clear and consistent communication, listening to exactly what their clients want to accomplish, and through their vast skills and knowledge of the real estate market. They work to create win-win scenarios for all parties involved in a real estate transaction and can help with home buying and home selling. Sarah is the president of the Women's Council of Realtors for Idaho and has been on the list of top producing real estate professionals for the last few years. Hello, everybody. It's Ben Ellsworth with Merchants Moving and Storage. And as part of our new interview series, we have uh, Sarah Leibengood with the Good Life Group at uh, Keller Williams. And she's been a realtor for a long time. She's a dear friend. Her husband is a friend of mine, and they are extremely successful in the real estate world. And so uh, what better way to start the, the interview series than with some real estate experts? So Sarah, thanks so much for being here with me. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Sure, sure. So uh, just quick background on you. How long have you been in real estate? Um, I started my real estate career in 2009, and my father asked me if I had lost my mind because he thought <laughs> it was the worst time to start a real estate business, which was like as the market last time was bottoming out. And I personally thought it was the best time to start a career in real estate because it taught me not only the fundamentals of the long-term wealth building aspect of real estate, but also how to treat my clients like they were golden. So I'm very grateful when I did start. So that's yeah. 11 years. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I remember talking with your husband uh, a while back about the real estate market. And when it's good, there's all these people that come out of the word work and they're like, oh, I'm going to get into real estate and I'm going to make a ton of money. And then when it goes down, when the real estate market tanks, people are like, oh, I can't make any money and they jump ship. <laughs> so there's something to be said about people like you and Rich who basically weathered that storm. And so when it comes time to uh, selecting a realtor to use, I don't want to choose somebody that's just jumping on board just to make a whole bunch of money. I want somebody who knows what they're, what they're doing, who has been able to weather the storm and knows the pitfalls and can be a good counselor you know, through the whole, the whole process. I preach and I teach advocacy over sales. So I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Speaking of the real estate market, how has COVID-19 been uh, affecting the overall industry in your opinion? Ooh, that's a, that's a very big question. And so I think it's definitely not business as usual. I'm calling it business is different. So it's affected our industry in the way that buyers are able to view properties and sellers are able to sell their properties. However, overall, our market is still very strong. When we look at the laws of supply and demand, we are still completely off kilter. So we're still in a very strong seller's market. Um, I think 
perspective has a lot to do with that though. There are a lot of realtors who I know who have made the personal choice to not, like to just not do anything during this time. And that is their choice. And we're, it's great that we have the ability to have that choice. However, we at the Good Life Group, we have continued to persevere and help our clients at a high level because we love them. Uh, people are unfortunately are still dying, getting divorced, wonderfully getting married, having babies. And all of those life changes can be an event in which uh, people need to buy or sell real estate. So for us, it's never about the sales. It's always about the advocacy and being there for our clients when they need us. And now we need to be there more than ever as leaders for our clients to help them weather this storm because there's so many questions out there as far as what's going to happen next. So sure. sure. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of uncertainty and, and uh, uh, it is definitely refreshing to be able to have somebody like you and Rich, uh, you know, in our corner to be able to help us navigate and, and uh, make proper decisions. So, and I, I will tell you, I was really uh, surprised Rich and I hadn't connected for a few months. And then uh, right when it was probably a week or two after the stay at home orders were issued, Rich just called me out of the blue just to check on me, yeah. not to say, hey, Ben, I've got a property that you might be interested in. He was just like, hey, Ben, I just wanted to touch base with you and see how you're doing. And we talked for probably 30 minutes. It was just really nice to be able to, you know, connect and, and uh, not be sold anything and, and right. not be, you know, trying to sell something myself as well. So, right. well, so, when, when it first happened, we made it uh, pretty much a standard that we wanted to reach out to as many people as possible, not to sell them anything, but to check on them because there was so much mental craziness that was happening that we wanted to make sure that our people were just doing okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. Your real estate practice is a reflection of your personal life, right? Mm -hmm. So what, when it comes to, you know, personal philosophies, uh, personal beliefs, what do you hold that or, or um, incorporate into your uh, business that drives your success? Ooh, another good question. Um, so personally, what I believe is that God is good and God wants you to take action and God wants you to lead. And with that, you have to have a great mindset. And if you are not out there putting good things in your brain, and if you're just listening to this crazy monster on this side, you, it, you just have to combat all of this by putting in the good stuff in your brain. Because if your mindset sucks, you're not going to call and want to check on your people. You're not going to want to go to work. You're not going to want to be a leader. And you're not going to want to do in my mind, what God has set out for you. So that is a big part of it. Having a great mindset is most important. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing sometimes how simple it is when you, when you put it into perspective like that. Like we, we look at what's going on in the world and we think, oh my gosh, how do I control this or how do I change this? And it's like, that's not in your control. The only thing you have to do is right. change your mind right? You change your mindset and all of a sudden the outer world starts to reflect your inner world. So it's, it's pretty, uh, totally. pretty amazing. Let's say there's a new realtor and he or she is wanting to be successful. 
they see the list of the top realtors in the Treasure Valley and they say, oh, wow, look, Sarah Leibengood is on that list. And mm -hmm. so then they say, Sarah, teach me, how do I be successful? If there were three key principles that you would teach to somebody brand new, what would those be? Mindset, mindset, and mindset. <laughs> Everything in sales is about mindset. Um, so first, and I'll, I'll say mindset, educate yourself. Um, it's surprising to me how many people can't actually read a purchase and sale agreement upside down as they're explaining it to the clients across the table. So know your contracts, know your industry, and also become an expert at like housing stuff. My, one of my many jokes, because I think I'm very funny, is I should have been a roofer, not a realtor. Because like skills training to realtors, like take a step back, look at the roof, look at the functionality of the house, because it's, you don't want to put somebody into a money pit. So you have to know your trade. And so between the having a great mindset, being up to date contractually, and being an expert in your field, those things will help you immensely. So the other thing is having a great home for questions. So I'm the president of Women's Council of Realtors and any new realtors or any new members, I also go speak to all of the brand new uh, agents at Boise Regional Realtors. I tell them, seriously, if you cannot get a hold of your broker, call me. Like, no question is stupid. It is so important that you have someone to back you up because there are so many different scenarios in real estate that if you don't have somebody solid, if you don't know the answer, if you don't have someone who can be like, oh, here, or let's spitball this idea around because there's all kinds of gray areas. So you need to have a great uh, support. That'd be the other one. Yeah. So what are you doing right now to market outside of the area, if you are, and then how are you attracting new clients? Okay. So I'm a member of BNI. And now all of our BNI groups are done via Zoom. And so I am visiting chapters in California, Washington, Oregon, and Nevada at a high level. So I've been spending a lot of time in my chair. And so I'm creating those relationships with the realtors, the lenders, financial planners, and attorneys that are in those groups. And then we'll be following up with them on a light drip campaign. The other thing that we do marketing wise for our listings is that we market to the same areas because we know so many of those people are moving from California to here. So not only do we want to sell our listings, we also want to pick up those buyers to help them. One of the things that I, I really enjoy about you and Rich is whether it's BNI or, you know, Women's Council of Realtors, you know, whatever it is, networking organizations, chambers, whatever. You're always looking to share and, and just serve. How has that served you? So sharing information, uh, what, it, what it shows me is that you and Rich are just tremendous leaders, very effective leaders. So what can others do to emulate what you guys do to be good, effective leaders as well? I would say in the education of yourself, um, read lots of really good books. I mean, I have a whole shelf behind me. The top half is all pictures. The bottom half is all books. Um, when you read really good information, you have something that grabs you out of there. Share it with other people. Don't just hold on to that information. 
it's like, if you can help somebody else have a breakthrough either in their business or in their personal life by something that you've read or by something that you've heard, that I believe is what helps make you a great leader because it's not about serving yourself. It's about serving others and having a servant's heart towards your community and the people around you who need you. So I think educating yourself and sharing is the best way to be an effective leader. So Yeah. Well, and I would totally agree with that. There's uh, actually books written about how the greatest leaders among us are the best servants, right? Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. uh, the more you serve, the more you, you will end up getting in the long run. And, you know, you don't serve so that you do get, you serve just for the sake of serving. And then it's amazing what happens when everything unfolds perfectly and you end up receiving a hundredfold, you know, compared to what you gave. Mm -hmm. So right. I think that that's, that's one of the hardest things for salespeople to understand, whether it's real estate or technology or moving services, whatever, the more you mm -hmm. serve, the more you're going to gain as the whole givers gain philosophy. Right. And, it, and you it, don't even have to be a Christian or you don't have to be a spiritual person in any way. That's just a true universal principle that the more you give, the more you serve, the more you're going to gain. So agreed. I think that that's huge. Right. So, and I okay. think there's so much joy that you can receive when you do, when you do give, when you see somebody's light bulb go off in their head, or if you say something or suggest something to them and they come back to you and they say, thank you, that there is no better feeling in the universe than that gratitude towards that bit that you gave them. So yeah, it's great, yeah. great job. Well, we're, we're pretty lucky. Uh, we have a lot of really positive reviews on our website. And as you know, moving, whether they're, it's an interstate move or just locally, it's so stressful for people, right? It's really refreshing to read a lot of the reviews that we get about how happy people are that we just took that one piece of stress off of their plate and we made it as, as easy as possible. And so, yeah, I'm right there with you. Like when you get that, it's like, ah, yeah, we did it. We did a good job. Last question for you. What do you see happening in the real estate industry in the next few years and what should we prepare for? Well, nationally speaking or Boise speaking, there's a lot cooking. Well, that's a good point. So, there's definitely a lot, lot of uh, discrepancy between what's going on here locally and what's going on nationally. So let's, let's focus so, on the Treasure Valley. Okay. So, and the Treasure Valley is very different from the rest of the United States. So interestingly, actually just the other day, I watched and posted Dr. Lawrence Yun. Uh, Boise Regional Realtors had done a Zoom meeting with him to talk about his economic forecast uh, in, in conjunction with the housing market. And again, we have lag. So it's interesting when you watch all of the graphs and all of this data. So what I foresee is that um, quarter two will be a little softer than a normal quarter two. Quarter three will rebound will come back because people will have figured out how to get off of unemployment, getting jobs back, being able to secure loans. We saw a definite dip in the number of loan applications um, towards the end of March, and now we're starting to see that rise back up again. And so that's a strong indicator. Same At the same time, our supply and demand is still completely off kilter. 
we're not going to have a crash like we did in 2008. That will never happen ever again. And the reason why I say that is because the substandard loan practices are not in place. So that so when we have borrowers, they can actually afford the home. They actually have an amazing interest rate and interest rates continue to be, when the, it's funny when lenders talk, oh, interest rates are really volatile. It means they're going for, they're bouncing from like 2.79 to three and a half, like at a rapid rate. It's not that interest rates are jumping from three to five to seven to nine. It's not that volatility. So over the next couple of years, I also foresee a great number more people moving to the Treasure Valley than normal. Because imagine if you're living in a restrictive state like California, Oregon, Washington, where in some counties in Washington, they, they declared martial law. And people were literally not allowed to leave their homes for any reason at all whatsoever. So people are going to want to move to Idaho where we have cost of living, the most amazing lifestyle that that you can imagine. I mean, and I've lived all over the United States, never thought I'd live in Boise, Idaho, and it is literally the best place I have ever lived, and I'm so grateful that I moved here. But so, cost of living, lifestyle, and, afford, and, and overall affordability. And so, it's, I feel like we're just going to have a great more number of people moving here, which will still off kilter the supply and demand. So I predict that our market will remain strong outside of some other act of God. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe the murder hornet will, will make me wrong. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice to be able to talk with you and, and get that perspective. Again, you know, some of the people that you talk to, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, everything's going to hell in a handbasket and, you know, there's, there's no hope and, you know, we should just give up. But when you look at the facts, when you look at the numbers, like things are still really, really good for the Treasure Valley and for Idaho in general. Right. And I do believe that that is a personal choice. I know several realtors who think that I'm absolutely crazy for continuing to take listings, uh, work with buyers and work with investors right now. They think I'm crazy and putting myself at harm's, in harm's way. And so I remind them that we follow all the CDC guidelines and the state guidelines when we're out with our people. And, and it's a choice. And, and all I can say is it's a choice. So. Well, and, and that's what people need to understand is that your results are going to reflect your choice. Exactly. So, so you know, if somebody stops doing stuff, you know, if their activity level plummets because they're afraid of the virus, and so mm -hmm. then their results plummet, you know, they have nobody to blame but themselves. And you can say, oh, well, I didn't do this because of the government or because of the virus or because of this. It's like... We were deemed essential people. So, and again, we're deemed essential because people have to buy, sell, or, well, I guess they don't have to invest, but if they choose to invest, they can. But there are many times where people have to buy. They have to sell. So it's not about the sales. Again, I know I said this at the beginning and it is my soapbox. I beat it like a dead horse. It is all about being there for your people and advocating for them and being so passionate to help them that you must go on. And that's where we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, I've had a bunch of different sales trainings in my career. Three of the really big ones throughout the country I've gone to and, and participated in and, and uh, it's, it's been good. But 
uh, one of the technology companies that I worked for, the CEO of that company taught me basically all of the sales training you've had, the Dale Carnegie's, the Sandler's, the, all the other stuff. It's like, just throw that out the window because there's no process. He says, it really comes down to this, connect with people, find out what they want and help them get it. And that's exactly what you guys are doing is yeah. you're staying active, you're staying productive and you're helping them get exactly what they want. Right. And without the pressure of you need to buy this so that I can make money. Right. right? Yeah. And so it's, it's fascinating when you can, when you can boil uh, sales down to just serving, mm -hmm. you know, I know Zig Ziglar and, and some of those, you know, big authors, that's what they've talked about for, for decades. And it's nice to actually see that it, it really does work that when you just serve, when you just focus on helping people get what they want, it, you're going to be successful. You don't have to go through all these different games and gimmicks and spiels and whatever. You just serve. So right, because people can smell that, and nobody wants to be sold something. Exactly. Like, ever. And they they want assistance in making a choice, and that is our job. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Sarah, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and I wish you and Rich and your team all the continued success that you're having. And let me ask you really quickly before you go, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, my personal cell phone. So I'm one of those weird people who still gives out my own cell phone. So, and I do actually answer my phone. So I get a lot of solicitations. So my personal cell is 208-703-8765. And you can always visit us on the web as well at www.thegoodlifeidaho.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. And so as a moving company, you know, we do uh, interstate, we do local, we do office moves, uh, we do international moves as an agent of Atlas Fan Lines. So as a mover, what can we do to be a good resource for you? Well, you're doing it. I know I have, I have the one client in Boston who's moving here, and we're having a little delay on that because she lives in a, an essential, it's called a CCRC, so it's attached to an assisted living facility. But I know your people in Boston are working through that to help get all of her stuff here. But the best thing you can do is to keep doing what you're doing, helping clients in the safe, honest, and quick way because I know you guys always whenever I hand you a referral you jump right on so just keep doing what you're doing that's the best thing that you can do okay well we'll be happy to do that so awesome thank you Sarah so much I appreciate it and uh, make sure you tell Rich hi and I wish you guys the best of luck absolutely well thank you so much for having me today and yeah if Anybody out there has any real estate questions, wondering what's happening in the market, in their micro market, because our Treasure Valley is different from, you know, downtown all the way out to Parma, very different. I call them micro markets. So if you have questions about what's happening, or if you want to sit down and have a strategic conversation about selling your home, call me. I just gave you my phone number, but I'll say it again, 208-703-8765. Awesome. Thank you, Sarah, so much. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for joining us on Moving Idaho Forward. To learn more about Sarah and her real estate team, check out their website at www.thegoodlifeidaho.com.
Join us next time as we continue to discuss the amazing things happening in business, real estate, banking, commercial development, and technology within Idaho. This is the Moving Idaho Forward podcast brought to you by Merchants Moving and Storage. Thank you.